My favorite comedy of all time, and it's celebrating its 50th anniversary this week, uh, Blazing Saddles from 1974, released February 7th, 1974, so we're just a couple days shy of its actual uh, real anniversary. Of course, directed by the great Mel Brooks. Uh, it was written by Mel Brooks with Norman Steinberg, Andrew Bergman, and, yes, Richard Pryor. Some people don't know that, but he was a, a writer on the film. It stars Cleavon Little, Gene Wilder, Harvey Korman, Madeline Kahn, Alex Karras, Slim Pickens, and uh, 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 just a whole bunch of uh, supporting actors. It had three Oscar nominations for supporting actress for Madeline Kahn, uh, editing an original song for the Blazing Saddles theme song, which, by the way, uh, Mel Brooks, uh, you know, when they were doing the uh, theme song, uh, he told Frankie Lane that this was not a comedy, that this was a real dramatic Western. Uh, because he was worried that Lane wouldn't sing it with conviction if he knew the truth. So Frankie Lane thought he was doing a, a theme song for a, a real, honest-to-goodness, dramatic Western. And uh, it's, a, it's such a great song. Uh, the film was ranked number six on AFI's 100 Years, 100 Laughs. Um, it's uh, one of the 50 greatest comedies of all time in Premier Magazine. And it was number nine on Bravo's list of 100 Funniest Movies. So it's got some of its own accolades. The film almost wasn't released at all, and that might not surprise some people. Uh, when they screened for executives, there were very few laughs, uh, Mel Brooks said, and the head of distribution said, let's just dump it and take a loss. Um, they were screening it, but then Mel Brooks set up a screening uh, that was for executives, and he set up a subsequent screening for the studio's employees, and when the regular folks laughed you know, uproariously throughout the movie, Warner Brothers finally agreed to take a chance on it, uh, but they even still were hesitant because they only released it in a handful of cities. Anyway, long story short, uh, it ended up being the biggest moneymaker for the studio that summer. And uh, when, when they did the, the screen test of the film with the executives, uh, there was a whole list of items that they told them would have to be changed. And Mel Brooks just took the list, said he would consider the suggestions, uh, but he actually just walked out of the room and dropped the list in the trash bucket. <laughs> uh, because he did have final cuts, so... Uh, he uh, left pretty much everything in. Mel the role of, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Continue. I was going to say the role of Bart was originally intended for Richard Pryor, but because of Pryor's controversial stand-up routines and his struggles with drugs and alcohol, Mel Brooks couldn't get a, a secure financing for the film or get uh, insurance with Pryor in the role. So he made him a co-writer of the script instead, and, and that's uh, when Cleavon Little uh, stepped in and got the part. He did so uh, uh, amazingly, I think. Joe Fortunato with us for, uh, of course, Blazing Saddles. Joe, Mel Brooks has done so many great <laughs> projects through the years. In your opinion, is this the best? For me, yes. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and you're, you're right. That's, that's <laughs> such a, a subjective opinion. I mean, you know, how can you talk? Uh, how, can you, how can you not say Young Frankenstein? Or how can you not say the producers? Or, you know. Yeah. Uh, or for my generation, History of the World was, was very popular. So, uh, so many great ones for Mel Brooks. But uh, to me, this is his best, yeah. And uh, there was actually, uh, and, he, and he wrote the film, he says, I wrote it out of anger at white corruption, racism, and Bible-thumping bigotry. Um, and he also told his writers, write whatever you want, because we're all going to get fired from this anyway. <laughs> um, the You know, the N-word is spoken quite a bit in the film, and uh, that's why uh, everyone pretty much agrees it probably uh, couldn't be made today. Um, but uh, 
it's like Slim Pickens, and it bothered a lot of the white actors, and you could you can imagine that be true. Slim Pickens offered to buy Cleavon Little a drink for every time he had to use the N-word in the movie. And as a joke, <laughs> Cleavon Little had three extra pages slipped into to Pickens', to Pickens script uh, where every line of dialogue used the N-word. So he, <laughs> he just bought him a bunch of drinks uh, uh, to make good. Yeah, the N word and the uh, the other word was used a whole lot in this movie. They really pushed the envelope. Yeah, absolutely. And and Brooks said that he received uh, consistent support for its use from Richard Pryor and Cleavon Little. Uh, and he, you know, has admitted, like I just said, that you know if you've made this film today, <clears throat> you couldn't use that, and pretty much then you almost have no movie in that regard. Um, after the film's release, of course, he did receive. Many letters of complaint about the frequent use of the word, but uh, he said most of them came from white people. Um, now, some casting, some interesting casting. Okay. Uh, John Wayne, believe it or not, turned down the role of the Waco kid, that Gene <laughs> Wilder play, saying it was too silly for him. Uh, so the part actually went to Gig Young, uh, but he was a noted drinker, and uh, he just, you know, uh, he, he was too drunk on the set, and they had to. Uh, fire him, and that's when Gene Wilder got the role. Mel Brooks also asked Johnny Carson to play Jim, uh, the Waco kid, if you can imagine that. That's pretty weird. Dom DeLuise, who plays the flamboyant director uh, in the you know in the film within a film near the end of the film, uh, that role was originally meant to be uh, for Peter Sellers, um, but uh, it, it ended up going to Dom DeLuise. So the is Blazing Saddles. This is one that spreads, though, generations, Joe, because I know my son Rocco, as a matter of fact, we were going through some streaming service, and he said, Dad, I just saw this movie here for the first time. Do you think it's funny? And he clicked on Blazing Saddles, and I said, yeah, yeah it's pretty funny. So I think it's spreading uh, generationally as well, Joe. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, it still, uh, you know, still remains controversial. There, there's mm-hmm. still some that, uh, um, you know, don't like it for the for the reasons that uh, we have a different sensibility in this day and age, and, and I, I respect that. Um, but uh, it's it's you know it's obviously a satire on those very things in, in terms of, of racism and stuff, and uh, it's just so well done and so funny, um, and uh, I, I just love it so. Celebrating its 50th anniversary this week, Blazing Saddles as we go to film school with Joe Fortunato. Joe, as always, my friend, thanks for the time, the visit, the great stuff you always provide, and we'll do it again next Friday. Thanks, and I'll give you one little closing tip here sure. for folks out there who are interested. There was actually a Blazing Saddles sitcom spinoff, which wow. aired on TV in 1975, uh, had a laugh track, and it starred Louis Gossett Jr., oh. uh, and it was called Black Bart. It lasted one episode, but you can view it on YouTube. So there's your homework for the weekend. Go check that out on YouTube.